Beautiful souls, do you have a prayer request or want us to send you healing energy today? Would you like us to be praying for your friend or loved one? If this is you, go to worldslargestprayernetwork.com to submit your prayer request. And while you're there, please sign up to join our team of prayer warriors. The angels say prayer not only opens you to miracles, raises your vibration, and helps you heal, but the more you pray, the more God's presence is felt on earth. Feel your angels' love as they surround you right now, and listen for the positive, loving messages your angels intended specifically for you in today's episode. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your host and author, Julie Jancis. And today we have Brandy here with us to share her beautiful angel stories. Brandy, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's so nice to be here. Oh, I'm so excited that you're here. I'm going to have you take it away and share your first story. Okay, great. Thanks. So it was actually back in 2005 was probably my first experience. Um, I kind of always had, I guess, more of like a clairvoyance type of, um, you know, soul, I suppose. Um, But I actually, I was in college and um, I had this really just awful feeling. It was like this feeling of dread and I couldn't shake it. And I had called my whole family and everyone's like, everything's fine. You're just stressing out about college, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, I'm telling you something is really wrong. So I called my brother and I said, Jay, like, is everything okay with my mom and pop? And he's like, yeah. I'm sitting here with pop right now. He's, he's fine. And my grandfather got on the phone. Hey baby, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. So fast forward to the next day, I'm out at a bar. It was our Monday night drinking night in college. And, um, a friend of mine that I was with turned to us at, I want to say it was like one, it might've been one Oh five in the morning. And he goes, let's go. Like, okay. So that night I decided not to drive. I don't know why I was like, you know what? I, I or I decided to drive, not to drink. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to forgo it tonight. So we get in the car and our friend is like, why are we leaving? Like you literally just said like five, 10 minutes ago, let's leave. He's like, no, I didn't. I was like, yes, you did. So we left and I get to my apartment and I get a phone call from my brother, Bran, you were right. Not everything's not okay. Pop just died. And I was like, and turns out the time that he died was right around when my friend said, let's go. So yeah, that was like, you know, awful. It was like a rocked our world type of thing. So a couple nights later, I have this dream and we're all at my grandfather's garage and all my whole family's crying and they're crying. He's not here anymore. Guys, what are you talking about? He's right here. Stop it. He's not right here. And my grandfather just starts laughing hysterically in my dream. And I'm like, Pop, what's so funny? And he goes, baby, they can't see me. And I was like, what do you mean they can't? He's like, I'm gone. He's like, I was just coming to tell you that everything's okay. I'm all right. And I was like, okay. And then it was done. Like he was gone. I was like, I woke up and I was like, wait a second. Did that really happen? Like, I felt like 
every, everything in the dream was so vivid to the point, like I never paid attention to things in his garage, but in this dream, everything was perfectly placed to like how he had his garage. So it was like very a vivid dream. Fast forward to December, November, December had this feeling again. I was like, I've, yeah. And I was having, I was having a rough time with my softball coach. Um, so my mom, I called my mom. I'm like, mom, I have a really awful feeling. It's that feeling of dread again. And she's like, you're just having a really bad time with the coaching and everything. Why don't you come home for the night? I'm like, mom, I'm telling you it's different. It's not that it's, it's this feeling of dread again. She's like, come home. So I get home, we dinner after dinner, we get this phone call and it pops across the screen. It was my grandmother's nursing home. And my dad goes, oh, and he throws the phone. <laughs> he throws the phone to my mom. She answers, my grandmom passed away. And so, yeah, and same thing. I had another dream. Um, and this one, I can't remember as well, but it was just her. I remember her saying, just checking in, you know, making sure you're doing okay. And this was maybe a couple of weeks after she passed. And it was like when I was really going through it with school and, and the team. And, and I remember she kind of just brought that sense of ease to me. Um, and so now, oh gosh, back in September, me and my husband, we had a fire out at the, the, um, like a bonfire in our backyard. And all of a sudden around like nine o'clock at night, when we're out there, I just got this like intense headache out of nowhere, like this full pressure. And I got really nauseous and felt like I was going to be sick. And it came just in like a quick wave. And I was like, Whoa. And he's like, what's wrong? I was like, I just don't feel good all of a sudden, but like, it's kind of gone. It was just this quick wave. We get this phone call the next morning. Um, hey, my mom's in the hospital. And this is my grandma. Like, I was very, very, like, extremely close with her. Um, sorry if I get choked up. So I go to the hospital and I know, like, it's not good. And I say, What happened? And they said, It looks like she had a brain aneurysm. And when they found her, she had vomited and they think, it happened like in the evening late last night and everyone's kind of like, I wonder if when you were feeling that way, cause I had told them, you know, I told my husband and he's like, I, you know, I don't know, maybe that's a coincidence. Maybe it's not. But that morning before I went to the hospital to see my grandma, before I knew anything had happened, I had gone to the grocery store and I had bought these air fresheners and I had never bought them before, never had even smelled them, nothing. Like you couldn't even test them to see how they smelled. And I pop it in, I go, I get that phone call. And when I get home, I was like, what is that smell? It smells like my mom's house. And he goes, this is a new air freshener. Like, well, you never bought this smell before. And I was like, why of all times would I have bought in that air freshener to smell like my mom's house? that I didn't even know, like, it was just like, it all came flooding back to me. Like I felt like I was in her house just because of that smell. So it was just, it was so, so crazy. So, um, I had the honor of doing her eulogy and yeah. So the morning of her funeral, I couldn't sleep, you know, so I was out on my deck and it was pitch black still, 
quiet and calm as could be. And I just said out loud, I said, mom, um, you know, I just, I want you to help me get through this today. If you can be my strength, if you could give me a sign that you're going to be with me, I would really love it. And the wind blew real quick. And like, when I said that the wind blew just super quick and stopped. And I was like, noted, you're with me. And I didn't cry a single tear when I read the eulogy. Like I just felt her strength and presence while I read, like while I read the eulogy. And then recently we've been having discussions about what we should do with her house. And, um, no one really knew we were like, I don't know what she would want. Like, what does she want us to do? Cause my grandfather built that house. So it's like, do we keep it in the family? Do we sell it? What do we do? We have a couple of builders that want to buy the property. So I have a dream and I actually reached out to you. Like what's the difference between a visitation and a, you know, just a dream. Um, in the dream, we were sitting on her porch and I said, mom, um, what, what do you want us to do with the house? And she looked at me and she said, I don't want you to sell it to a builder. I don't want any of my children to buy the house, but whatever you do, me and my mother will rejoice in heaven with your decision. And so I was like, okay. And then she took me through like her life in this dream. She took me through her life, like snapshots of her, like when she lived at that house, like there was one where she was at a wedding. Um, it was actually my cousin's wedding before I was even born. So my dad's cousin at the wedding, her and my aunt, uh, my dad's aunt were dancing, doing uh, like a specific dance. I don't know what it was, but like just all of these different snippets of her life she showed me her one friend who like looked beautiful. My aunt who had passed away, she looked beautiful and young. And I was like, I've never seen them like this before. Like, and it was real. I woke up like, oh, and in the dream, like at the end of it, all she, she was walking aside me. And then there was a white feather and another white feather and another, and like towards the end of the dream, I was just like picking up these white feathers. And I was like, what the heck does a white feather mean? I have no idea what a white feather means. So I looked it up after the dream and it says like something like if a loved one has recently passed, it me it's showing you that they're there with you and they're supporting you. And I was like, <laughs> like I couldn't, I was like, in shock because I never knew what a white feather, but like when I tell you there was tons of white feathers, it was crazy. And then I had asked my aunts and my dad, like, did was she ever at a wedding? And she was, oh my God. My one aunt was like, oh my God, her and Aunt Jackie. Um, and I said it was at it was at Billy's wedding. Um, and they're like, Aunt Jackie had a party because it was a a non-alcoholic wedding. So after the wedding, they went to my Aunt Jackie's house and had a party. And she said her and Aunt Jackie were dancing like crazy to the jitterbug. And I was like, that's what she showed me. It's It was just, it was so crazy. Like not anything I'd ever been a part of. So like her showing me things that I wasn't a part of, like I don't know. It just was really like calming. So all my aunts are like, I'm jealous. Could she come visit me? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> How would I know? So those are like, those are the most poignant, I guess, angel stories that I have. I love them. They're amazing. <laughs> yeah. 
So I want to go into this a little bit because Spirit's been showing me a couple of different things and I've just been making notes as you've been talking. When it comes to like that feeling of dread that you were talking about, I want you to kind of close your eyes for a second and anybody listening who has this, just see if you can tune in to that feeling that you've gotten in the past of that dread and answer this for me. Could you also say or describe it as a feeling, like a very, very massive feeling within yourself that something's just not right? Yeah, it feels like from the inside out, I'm going to explode. It like starts like, you know, that feeling of anxiety. Yes. I don't know if you ever suffer from anxiety, but it is times 10 times a hundred, that feeling of dread. And it just feels like I can picture just like a big dark black hole in the middle of like where my diaphragm is. That's what it feels like. And it feels like it's like bursting. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yep. What the angels are saying to communicate to everybody listening today is that the feeling feels different to everyone. And for some people, it's just this, <gasps> aha moment like something's off something's not right here um for some people it feels uneasy which is the opposite of ease and the best way that i could describe it is it's like it's like in your everyday life there are invisible waves of energy just rolling through just like the gentle waves of the ocean if you went up on the beach to where the sand meets the water and you dip your toes in the ocean and you're just going to get those gentle waves rolling up one by one. That's typical life. And then some people, one of their gifts is feeling into those waves of frequency, which often also tie into astrology, right because astrology is kind of talking about the different waves and what's in those waves and what's coming over us and some people's gift with precognition knowing something has happened or is about to happen is they're feeling the energetic shift within those waves either as they're happening or before they're happening and so sometimes you can't put your finger on it and say this is what's happening i don't believe spirit gives us you know negative information and the other thing is like you can't go to a family party or a party with your friends and read into and be like "Ooh, what's the gossip and the juice on <laughs> them over yeah. there and these folks are right there you don't have that person's free will permission to be reading into their energy like you do in a natural session and so you're not just going to go get all of this information friends what if there was nothing stopping you from becoming abundant to the max in all things finances time nothing was holding you back from becoming your healthiest happiest most financially abundant self yet. Friends, 
Thanks to our annual and monthly angel members, we've been able to grant over $100,000 in partial scholarships so that souls who want access to life-changing teachings in the angel membership have that opportunity. And we have more partial scholarships to give. Don't let your egoic mind tell you that you're not worthy because the angels and I are here telling you, you are worthy. This is your year, but I can't help you get where you're going if I'm not working with you in one of my programs. Become an angel member now. Go to theangelmedium.com, then the angel membership tab to sign up. If you need a scholarship, let us help you. Scroll to the bottom of the Angel Membership page and click the link for partial scholarship options. Links are in the show notes. And thank you. Thank you for coming together as a community. Thank you for contributing what you can each month. And thank you for helping us reach hundreds of deserving souls with life-changing teachings in the Angel Membership this year. This is going to be your best year yet. You might have it at times where something comes over you, where it's just this energy of something's not right. And I want everybody listening and YouTube, Randy, to think about if you've ever seen the old movie from 1990s, um, Home Alone, right? They leave the little boy at home, Macaulay Culkin, the mom, (laughs) the dad, they get on the plane. And this feeling of something's not right is best seen when that mom is on the plane and the kids are all in the back. She's got like her glass of champagne in front of her. She's settled into the plane. She should be relieved. And yet notice she's quiet. She's still in that moment. And that's where she's allowed or able to feel the energies of those invisible waves, right? Right. And so she gets a wash of this huge wave, something's not right. And she immediately sits up like, did you close the garage door? No, that's not it. Did you (laughs) unplug the toaster, you know, or the coffee maker? No, that's not it. And then she's like, it's Kevin. You know, she keeps going. It's Kevin was left home alone. That's the best that I can kind of describe this. like emotion and feeling that comes over you. But I love how with your particular spirit team, they constantly follow it up for you with validators in your dreams and different signs that you were getting. And people listening at home can ask for those too. So I think it's important to ask the right question, just not any question. And oftentimes, when we ask more questions, okay, am I supposed to know, do you want me to know what's not right? Or are you preparing my energy for something? I think that's a question to ask. Because I bet if you went back, Brandy, and really kind of meditated into this, the wave of something's not right, prepared your energy so that when you heard the news about your grandma or your grandpa, it hit you like a ton of bricks, but maybe not as hard as it would have if you Mm -hmm. didn't have that precognition feeling. What do you think? Yeah, um, yes, 
and it's hard to, for, for an anxious person like myself, when something like that happens and then I'm like, Oh my God now. And then my head just spins and I'm like, all right, take a breath. What does this mean? Um, so yeah, for when I was younger, it, when the first, when it happened the first time, it was hard for me because it was like, anytime I had a bad feeling, I was like, Oh my God, something bad's going to happen. Everyone don't drive. Don't get on a plane. Don't, you know what I mean? Like stuff that I couldn't control. And it was just my irrational thinking because I associated that feeling with death automatically. So how did you get out of that? Because that's where I think a lot of humanity is. And I think that that's why spirit doesn't bring through a lot of negative information is because most people get so anxious and upset about it that they start fearing the worst. And you can't control everybody in your life. You can't stop living. Right. Um, so how did you work through that? Um, a part of it was growing up honestly and growing wiser, if you will. <laughs> um, part of it was just a lot of self-work and sitting in on those feelings and just being, you know, trying to tell myself this is irrational thinking. Like the fact that I got, I was given those validation dreams afterwards helped, but sitting in on my thoughts and thinking, okay, if the worst does happen, what's the worst that's going to happen to you? How can you fix that? How can you prevent your spiral? Like, and just kind of a lot of self-work. So talking to myself, making sure that I wasn't letting myself go down that path and a lot of self-reflective, like, okay, what's the worst that's going to happen? If you're in this place, what's the worst that's going to happen? You'll still be here tomorrow kind of thing. So like, validating that I'm going to be okay. As you were talking there, the angels were just saying as well that sometimes precognition is a sign in and of itself, just the angels, your loved ones on the other side saying, I'm with you as you go through this. Yeah. And I, I do, I feel their energy quite often. I randomly get smells of my grandfather in places like I was in church uh when I my husband was is Catholic and I didn't grow up with a religion and I was like oh my god I'm so confused what is happening <laughs> I'm sitting there getting frustrated right and it's in the middle of the priest's homily and all of a sudden I just got this like whiff of old spice nobody moved around me and that was like my grandfather's go-to smell yeah and I just got this sense of calm, like it's going to be okay. And he was very Catholic. So like he was very much into the Catholic religion and, and you know, teacher and whatever, but he, um, he, it, to me, it was his sign of like, you're going to be okay. I'm here that. And I was like, all right, I hear you. Pop. Like <laughs> most people, you know, most people would be like, you're kooky. Like that's just some old guy next to you that was, but I'm like, no one was moving near me. It wasn't anybody walking. It was literally, right. I sit into the signs. I choose to believe in the signs because it makes me feel better. It, it brings a sense of peace to me. You know what I mean? A hundred percent, a hundred percent. 
So you had asked a question during the podcast that I want to make sure everybody gets an answer to, too. What's the difference between a visitation dream and just a regular dream? And when you have that visitation dream, you wake up knowing that you had a dream. Like you wake up remembering it oftentimes, and there's some emotion to it. That emotion could be the connection you felt between you and your grandma in that dream. It could be when I've had visitation dreams from my dad. Um, oftentimes I just wake up in tears, right? Just like, yeah, and I can't start, <laughs> stop crying like the first couple hours of the day. I would say I'm an empath to the nth degree, right? Like where I just feel all of the feelings. I feel all of the energies. And so I just feel so much in those. I wake up holding all of that emotion, if that makes sense. I've had it though before where you have a visitation dream and you do remember part right when you wake up, but there's more that like comes to you throughout the day and you start to remember the whole thing. So I don't want people to think, oh, they're remembering all of it all at once. No, you're remembering you had the dream and then more and more and more of it is unfolding to you throughout the day. And once it unfolds completely, there's a lot more that you piece together like a puzzle and you kind of get those aha moments. Um, the other thing is communication on the other side is very, very different from here. They don't have to use a language, English, French, Spanish to communicate. They communicate telepathically. So a lot of times you'll be physically talking and maybe your mouth is moving as you're communicating to a loved one on the other side, but their mouth is not moving. That's funny that you say that because looking back on the dream, I don't really remember her speaking. That's so I'd never even thought to even pay attention to that. It was just the words like I, I yeah. Oh my gosh. It's, I'm just like very vivid to me right now. <laughs> yeah. Now go deeper into this because this helps people connect what their intuition actually is. So if she wasn't opening her mouth to speak words to you she was telepathically communicating what message she needed you to know to you through what if it's not her voice just her energy right She's using energy to communicate a message to you and so when we talk about spirit showing us signs or showing us numbers or flickering the electricity or coming to us with a vision within our mind or a voice within our, our bodies, just like our internal voice or a feeling something's not right. Those are all energetic forms of communication. That is all forms of you using your intuition to connect with people on the other side. Now, can I ask you a question? You mentioned numbers daily. And as of recently, 1111, 222, 333, 444, 555 daily. I'm and in the morning and at night. Like it's... <laughs> I don't even know what I'm thinking about. I'll laugh because I'll be like in the middle of a thought and I'll go grab my phone. 
it's 5.55. Like at this point, it's comical to me. So like, what, what are your suggestions in those moments? So I always say to my spirit team, thank you for awakening my consciousness more. We as human beings, um, and this is scientific, you could Google this and look it up. Most human beings live 96% of their lives in a deeply subconscious mind state. Okay. And we think that we're so in control. We think that we're making all (laughs) these decisions for ourselves and we're, we're doing this. We're not right. We, we are so subconsciously still driven. And when you really start to take a look at that, coming into your intuition, how do you do that? How do you step out of the part of you, your mind, where you have been thinking for decades and decades that your thoughts are who you are? They're not. Awakening is a split in your consciousness where you become the observer of your thoughts and you're not allowing your egoic mind thoughts to drive your actions, your behaviors, what you say, what you do to drive your life. The intuition, spirituality all starts with developing your intuition because if you can't hear yourself, you're not driving your own life. And if you can't hear into your own intuition, you're not allowing spirit, God, universe, source, your angels, your loved ones to help you on your spirit team. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Okay. So when you see those numbers or those signs or the cardinals or the butterflies or whatever it might be, the green dinosaur, (laughs) it is spirit awakening your consciousness. It is spirit helping you split from that egoic mind and become the observer of your thoughts. Because in that split moment where you just recognized, oh my goodness, it's 1111. You think to yourself, you're seeing your thoughts. I'm present in this moment. I am present seeing the 1111 on the clock. And the more and more that you see those numbers, the more and more your consciousness splits from your egoic mind and you becoming the observer of your thoughts and you hearing your intuition even more. Does that make sense? Yeah. 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 It's, it's on a daily at this point. (laughs) So actually that's why I started just like, so that people understand that's why I started the angel membership is because when you're starting to go through that process, you don't really know how to work with the energies of it. You don't know what exactly to do with it. So the first year of the angel membership is a lot of like diving into your own personal spiritual awakening and understanding all of that and deeply coming into your own intuition. And 2023 in the angel membership is there's another way to access intuition, which is through your physical body. So your physical body is giving you signs, signals every day that we don't talk about because the body's not flashing a one, 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 the body's (laughs) not flashing a cardinal, the body is using other signs and symbols to get your attention. So all of 2023 in the angel membership, I wanted it to be like a spa 
where you're going into. Um, we have, I think, over two dozen people coming into the angel membership this year and just trying all of these different healing modalities that bring you into the physical body to access your intuition. And so it's coming into your intuition on an even deeper level. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> I love that. Yay. Brandy, do you have a son? I do. Yeah. Um, your grandma and gr your grandpa on the other side, and there's some other people around them. Um, keep talking about him. I don't bring through anything negative, but what's he going through in life right now? Or like, where's he at? He's um, in first grade. Uh, he's, he's just a boy. He's just... <laughs> yeah. Is there um, something that like, yeah, I don't know. Yep. What they keep talking about is two different things. I feel like you would think on the outside, he's very, very good at making friendships, but he needs some help with that. He needs you to kind of be calling other moms, getting other play dates together. And that your mom, your grandma's very clear on this, not just like one best friend. He's a type of kiddo who needs a couple of besties so that if one's not around, he's got the other ones to fall back on. And your grandparents are also saying look at the skills you want him to build over time so it's not like okay well i'm just gonna go put him in football or baseball or painting or you know whatever it might be what are the skills you want him to have because they keep talking about he's a very very bright child and I feel like he might get bored a little easily, but if you if you really look at it, it's not a behavioral issue. It's because he's so smart. He's okay, so some people are slow processors and some people are fast processors. I'm a slow processor. I need time and space to process the information. Other people aren't like that. He's a very fast processor. So when like teachers keep going over the same stuff, he's got it. He's moved on. He's ready yeah. to keep going. And so teachers can see that sometimes as behavioral stuff, but it's not. He's just a fast processor. Yeah, he's um in listen, he's he's great in school. Everyone like all of his teachers are like I wish I had a bunch of JJs in my class. Yeah. Um at home with me, uh, he's emotional outbursts. Like yeah. it's crazy. I'm like, dude, what is going on? And freaking out. So that makes sense to me that, you know, that you say that because he does catch on very quickly. To very things. quickly. He's yeah. very, very fast. So with those kids, they're often like gathering different skills in, in a basket, right? And so once they've got a skill, they want to hop to the next level of the skill or the next skill. And that's what your grandparents keep showing me. Don't focus on the activity so much as what is the skill that he's getting from it. Okay. It helps him understand why he's doing what he's doing too. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Huh. Yeah. That's awesome. And then the kids podcast would be awesome because you're right. He's highly sensitive empath. Is he? Yeah. Oh, okay. He that's feels cool. a lot of feels. Yes. You know, that's funny that you say that because like uh, he doesn't really talk about that kind of stuff. My daughter, on the other hand, she had a moment when she was like due 
um, I'd asked her, I'd shown her a picture of my grandfather. And I said, do you know who this guy is? And she's like, yeah, he was playing with me at the park today. And I was like, what? <laughs> no, he wasn't. But okay, that's great. And like, she, it was like, how would you even know that? You know what I mean? And yes. she said something very, and I don't remember what it was, but very specific to him. And I was like, all right. Yeah. I think you're really, <laughs> so it's funny that like, it doesn't come across as her and more so him that, that surprises me. That's cool though. Well, think about it. Like everybody's got different gifts and they all display in different ways. Whereas he's a very fast processor. She's a slower processor, right? Yeah. She needs time yeah. to think about stuff. She needs space. She needs to be in her own energy. Yeah. It's not that she's um, not an empath. It's just that all empaths have different gifts. Mm -hmm. What you need to watch out for with him is that he's an empath who doesn't know how to go into himself and ask himself questions. Oh. So he's feeling different information, but he doesn't know what to do with it. Huh? Okay. Mm -hmm. hmm. So when you have that with a child, asking them questions about themselves, how like where are you at today you know like wh where's your energy at today are you a 10 you know you feeling all like good <laughs> energy you know are you feeling a five just okay are you feeling low energy today where are you at asking them that when they get home from school or at dinner time hey how was your day was it a five was it a 10 when you ask them any type of question that brings them within themselves they're having to go in to feel the feels within them and bring outwardly the answer and that's what helps them get to know their own energy better that's awesome okay yay There's work to do <laughs> yay. no you're totally good no Great. i love it Oh, awesome. Thank you so much for being here with me today, Brandy. Thank you for giving me the time. I appreciate it. Oh, you're so welcome. All my love. <laughs> All right. Have a good one. Bye. You too. Bye. Beautiful soul. Thank you so much for joining me today. My name's Julie. You know I'm all about connecting you with messages from your angels and loved ones on the other side. If you've been listening today and you're super excited and just have to know which angels are around you right now, who's connecting with you, and what messages they have for you, go to theangelmedium.com. Register for a session. You can do a reading with me or a member of my team. We're all incredible. We all talk to angels daily, and we can help you in making sure that your angels are doing the very best they can to support you and guide you to your best life. If this sounds like you, virtual sessions, they're only offered on my website. Sign up today. And if you're the person who's really excited, you're ready to go all in developing all of your unique spiritual gifts, growing your intuition, starting your own healing business, you can sign up for my Angel Reiki School to become a certified angel messenger. That's for the healers among us who feel called to grow their intuition to the max and serve humanity with their gifts. You'll learn Reiki, mediumship, how to deliver angel messages, and how to get clients. That's the Angel Reiki School at theangelmedium.com or DM me on Instagram at angelpodcast with any questions.
Before you go, connect with your angels by placing your hands on your heart. Take a deep breath. Imagine a doorway filled with God's unconditional love is right in front of you. Step into that love and feel it as it fills your body, chakras, and auric field. Now ask your angels, what would you have me know today? And open yourself to the positive, loving messages they have just for you.